Good morning, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. Thou art welcome. Thou art welcome on this call this morning. We lift you high. We lift you high. Good morning, everyone. I want to welcome each and every one of you to our Thursday prayer call where we come together to hear more of the Word of God and have the privilege of praying for the needs of others. This is a wonderful way to start the day. Rising up early before the dawn, speaking to and coming into agreement to align this day with God's heart and desire which aligns us with him. Hallelujah. I'm just asking the Father this morning right now to bless each and every one of you. There is so much occurring, so much happening, so much going on. The state of California just raging fires. How we need rain to come. So, Father, we're asking you, excuse me, to, we're asking you, Father, to see us and to hear us this day. That, Lord, you will cause these fires to cease. We speak to those fires now in Jesus' name and say you must cease. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't be discouraged, people. Trust your God. Stay in that place with him this day. You know, every day that we come on this call, we have wonderful people, a team that come to bless us. And today, I have two men of God. It's Elder Claude Lang and it's Minister Randall Gorey and our own bishop. And I say welcome. Welcome to them. And I want to say welcome, New Destiny Church family. Keep pressing. Keep looking up. You know, we're starting to come back together with our first corporate prayer this Saturday that's going to be held out in our parking lot. You know what? It's going to be a powerful time going to be powerful. And I would be amiss if I did not welcome all the pastors and guests that are on the call this morning and all the other saints throughout. We are so glad that you are with us this morning. So as we begin, Elder Claude, let me say good morning to you. How are you doing? I am doing very well, Elder Heather. Thank you. It is so good to hear and to see you on the praise team and to have you back from your trip. I was very much aware of where you were and praying for you and your family. Mr. Randall, oh, you're welcome. Mr. Randall, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing most excellent, uh, Mother Heather. How are you? I'm doing well, and I want to say that was a great pop-up devotion that I saw on Facebook. God bless you for that. Praise God. Um, Bishop, good morning. Good morning to you and Pastor Adrian. 
I can ask you, are you excited for this Saturday's corporate prayer gathering? And I know the answer, but I want to hear it from you so the others can hear it. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, good morning to everyone on the line this morning. Good morning to uh, the saints. Good morning, New Destiny Church members, uh, Elder Claude and Minister Gorey. Yes, we're looking forward to this weekend. To see what the Lord will do, and thank God for you all who've come out and registered to to attend our corporate prayer session. I believe it is the way that we're to approach everything. It's not just approaching coming back into church, but it's how we approach everything. I believe is on our knees before our God. So we are excited, and we're excited about this morning's prayer call. So God bless everyone. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. So let's get ready to hear from Elder Claude as he comes to minister um, a devotion and share with us what the Lord has put in his heart this morning. So, Father, I ask for your anointing to rest upon Elder Claude now as he comes in Jesus' name. Elder Claude. Amen, amen. Good morning to everyone. So this morning we want to talk about uh, learning to using the key to operating in great faith because great faith is believing the word of Jesus Christ. That's what great faith is. And we're talking about um, that uh, area in the Gospel of Matthew, where Jesus is is being um, uh, asked by a certain centurion uh, to come and uh, minister to uh, his servant, and in chapter eight and verse thirteen. Um, the story goes, and it says, And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the same hour. So a good soldier, we're talking about that centurion who was a soldier, a good soldier understands the chain of command, and knows how to follow orders. This centurion was given divine insight to a heavenly chain of command when he heard of the undeniable fame of Jesus and his authority over demons, sickness, and disease. So it was easy for him to understand how the word works when it is sent with authority. A good soldier is a good soldier because of three basic but very important things in life. Okay? Um, being obedience, unquestionable valor and soul discipline 
And these are applied to the commandments that come their way or orders that come their way, if you will. So let's look at the definitions of these three attributes, okay? These, this obedience, this uh, valor, and discipline. So obedience uh, is the act of obeying our dutiful or submissive behavior with respect to another person or personal goal or a, a, a certain charge. Obedience is the trait of being willing to obey is how you get obedience. All right, so valor. Valor. Valor is value or or worth. Shows value or worth. The strength of mind in regard to difficulty or danger. That quality which enables a person to encounter danger, difficulty, or challenges where, where they're remaining firm with personal bravery or courage. That's what valor is. And then our last word is discipline. Discipline is control, regulation, order, firmness, strictness, routine, the practice of training people or oneself to obey rules or a code of behavior. And I, I like to put in my own, you know, you know additive on that. Uh, and I put self in front of those attributes where it says, I call it self-control, self-regulation, self-order, self-firmness, self-strictness, self-routine, or self-practice, and training yourself to obey rules or a code of behavior. So with those three the centurion saw the difference between the earthly kingdom and the heavenly kingdom. He was given a glimpse into the authority of both. The centurion clearly understood that his authority, he understood his authority, but he knows that a greater authority than his has arrived on the scene, which places him under that authority, but still in authority. He now wants to make a league of authority with, with, which will increase the power of its distribution, okay? Okay to the applied subject, which is 
getting his servant healed. So that league, if you will, is his faith with Jesus' faith. The centurion knows that Jesus believes what he says because of the great many things or battles that the centurion, you know, has watched Jesus win just by speaking words. So he says to Jesus, and I paraphrase, Commander, you don't need to come to my barracks or to my tent. You don't need to fly out, you know, clear across this planet to lay hands on anyone or anything. But just give the order. Send your word. Give the order and every soldier in the chain of command will hear it, receive it, and obey it to its every detail as you have implied. Then Jesus, that great commanding general, host of heaven's angel armies, turns and says, look here, look here. This guy really gets it, man. Better than anybody in all of Israel. This is great faith. This is the kind of faith that doesn't give up just because there seems to be something greater at work, and I emphasize seems to be greater. As a believer, you and I have so much power available to us by simply believing the word. Now, the centurion knew that he needed more than a doctor or some type of medicine or vaccine to see his servant healed and ready for duty. He needed access to a higher authority to combat this type of enemy. And he believed Jesus at his every word. It didn't matter to him what Jesus said when he said it. All he knew is that anything that this man says is with power and authority, and I believe it. Can you imagine if we all thought like that? So now let's look back on our lives. And I know that, you know, some of us, you don't have to go back very far just to see how powerful the word that we believe has been in our lives. But what if you really applied it like the centurion, with obedience, unquestionable valor, and soul discipline? Like the centurion, you having an understanding that coming under a greater authority still keeps you in authority, only now 
it is broadened for a greater effectiveness. Jesus said in Matthew 18, verse 19 and 20, he says, Again I say unto you, because I've said it before, but let me say this again, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We are in Christ Jesus. That places us in the league of faith with our Father God and King, our Faith and his faith makes great power available. In John chapter 15, verse 7, listen to what Jesus promised us. He says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask whatever you will, and it shall be done unto you. I like the amplified version on that. Check this out. If you live in in me, abide vitally united to me, and my words remain in you and continue to live in your hearts, ask whatever you will, and it shall be done for you. The Lord's saying here, when you believe my words, when you come into full agreement with my sayings, when you apply them and keep them in your heart and meditate on them regularly with self-control, self-discipline, self-order, self-strictness, self-firmness, with nothing wavering, without question, making a league with me, you can ask anything your heart desires and not be afraid about that. And it will be done for you like the Father does things for me. Why? Because you believe me. Let me pray. Father, we believe you. Give us this day, Lord, clean hands of pure hearts to receive your word, to believe your word to obey your word and to apply it and do your word. Lord, for every soul under the sound of my voice, but only the truth and the power of your word, we repent for believing in our own way. We thought it was enough. We thought it was okay. We thought it was good but we found it was not. Lord, you let Peter suffer with the anguish of denying you so that you could receive him again with love and great power. So it is with us. We've suffered deadly disease and destruction before, but never like this. Father, we are your disciples. 
We are paying attention in class. Today, you have shown us more of yourself by showing us another way with the centurion. By your praise and your affirmation of him and of the example of what you know your church is capable of, great faith, Jesus, see our faith and lead us into great faith. Amen. 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 Thank you, Elder, for that teaching this morning. Wonderful. You said a lot. And uh, obedience, unquestionable valor, discipline. Amen. I wrote down, can we place ourselves under the authority of another? It's a question that we need to ask ourselves. Can we do that? But you've got to know who you are placing yourself under. You can't just put yourself under the authority of someone that you do not trust or believe in. But much power, and I like this, is made available to us by simply obeying the word. The word is Jesus. We just need to obey the word. But if you don't know the word, then you don't know what to obey. Thank you again for that word this morning. At this time, I'm going to ask if Minister Randall will come and share the request and that we are going to come in agreement with him as he prays. For we know there is much power in agreement and the prayers of the righteous avail much. Minister Randall. Thank you so much, Mother Heather. Awesome job this morning, Elder Lang. Appreciate that powerful word. Uh, we have two prayer requests this morning. The first one is from Virginia Mitchell. She's asking New Destiny, her New Destiny Church family to please stand in agreement with her for her friend Laura Ratcliffe to be healed from the diagnosis of uh, double pneumonia as Laura is having surgery for the lung procedure uh, at some time uh, this morning. So, Father, this morning we boldly come to the throne of grace for in such a time as this to obtain mercy. We enter into your holy presence with great faith and expectations to see your hand move to restore health. Father, we believe in Isaiah 53 and 5 for Lord's complete healing and total wholeness from double pneumonia. I declare the blood of Jesus over her as I lift her up this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you promised in John 12 and 32 to draw all men unto yourself. So I pray that Laura's surgery will be a success. And as you breathe on her this, this morning, that her pneumonia uh, disintegrates and her lungs will become better than new. In Jesus' name, I declare that the blood of Jesus will bring her healing. But, Father, I do stand this morning in agreement with Sister Virginia Mitchell for Laura to be healed from her diagnosis of double pneumonia, that Laura will be going into her surgery. So, Father God, in the wonderful name of your son, we lift Laura up to you as she prepares for her surgery this morning. Give her peace of mind 
Lord, to rest in you. Father, I pray that you'll guide the surgeon's mind and their hands to bring her through this surgery successfully. Father, you can do all things, and you make all things new. You're a doctor who's never failed, but who's always come through victoriously. So do this for your glory, Lord. I pray you'll make her lungs newer and stronger in Jesus' name. We lift her up to you today, Lord. She's trusting and believing in you for a complete restoration to be healed of pneumonia. I declare your healing virtue in her treatment in the name of Jesus. Send your healing power to Virginia this morning as well as praying for her friend, Laura. Let the two, Lord God, walk in the blessing of good health and allow them to experience your grace to the overflow. I pray that you put your peace in their hearts, Lord, and allow them to touch and agree to see renewal in their bodies and their minds. God bless them to enjoy a lifetime, Father, of supernatural health through the divine healing by embracing them with your everlasting love to always trust the word of God in every situation. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. The second prayer request this morning is from Rosemary Williams. This is uh, her prayer this morning. She said that she invited one of her vendors who is seeking a new building for her business. She invited this vendor to, uh, to, the, to the Tuesday night uh, service. She said that her vendor... Uh, named Natasha nearly hit the ceiling when Bishop started talking about the Oakland building. She said that the word, uh, quote-unquote, I can is no longer in her vocabulary. Uh, she says we had a pleasant conversation afterwards, and Rosemary said, now tell God everything you just told me. Uh, she also said, don't forget to make your vision plain on paper. Uh, Rosemary wants prayer to uh, to stand uh, in agreement with her uh, friend Natasha to receive all God has for her in her desire for exceptional uh, business ownership to bless the kingdom of God. So, Father, again, we come before you in the name of Jesus. You are the great I am. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are the God of more than enough. Father, we pray this morning that you will bless Natasha to acquire a champion's faith. We thank you for meeting her in that service with that powerful word. Father, piercing her heart, strengthening her faith, Lord, and giving her, Father, the vision that she can own to be a blessing to the kingdom. Father, we pray that she will see herself in a new building serving God's people in Jesus' name. Natasha heard the word and now needs the word to work for her. So I declare that um, she should have what she asked in Jesus' name. Bless Natasha to see a new building, Lord. Hear her faith cry out, I trust you, Lord. You said, Lord, that if we ask anything of the Father in the name of Jesus, that you would do. So this morning, Father, we pray that you will open the doors of favor during this season to bless Natasha's heart real good. Father, help her to never say, I can't, but I will, in Jesus' name. Give Natasha the vision to see for herself, Lord, that you're able. I stand in agreement with Rosemary that her uh, vendor, Natasha, developed supersized faith to take God at his word and to taste and see that the Lord is good. 
Lord, make a way out of no way for the vision of business ownership to come to pass for Natasha. This is the season of the restart. Open the heavenly vault to supply not just the building, but the exact building, the exact location, all the amenities of her heart's desire. Bless her with the kingdom business mindset to run an exceptional business for the kingdom of God and to bless God's people. And it's this I ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We speak life and creative miracles into these two prayer requests. And we expect, we expect to hear praise reports to follow that God answered both of these requests. And he did it within the hour. Hallelujah. Let me go back to Elder Claude at this time. Do you have anything you would like to share uh, further with us this morning? Yes, Mother. Real quick and very simply. Um, so this is you know, talking about the great faith that Jesus pointed out that the centurion showed and and in order to uh, attain this great faith, you've got to give Jesus your undivided attention. The centurion was paying attention, right? Uh, you've got to become one with the word, just like you said, Mother. You must be united. You've got, you, uh, you got to be united, joined, bound together with the truth in order to see the same results the same results that the Father gets through Jesus. He wants to get through us. Uh, Jesus gave the Father free, continuous access to his heart so that he could fill his heart continually with the fullness of himself. Yeah. Giving Jesus our undivided attention to the truth of his word is giving him access, access to our hearts Amen. so that we can believe that word. Amen. Believe that word. Give him access. Amen. 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 Thank you. Bishop, before we close out, do you have anything that you would like to say? Number one, let's let's thank the Lord for Elder Claude and the devotion and Minister Randall for <clears throat> the prayer and praying over those prayer requests this morning. Mm-hmm. I want to remind you, and I want you to, to catch this because I think I may have ran with last night too fast. When we look at those who walk with Jesus versus those who did not know Jesus there's a clear difference. Clear difference. And actually, the difference is very alarming. Jesus is in a faith crusade. He's teaching on faith. I want you to remember that. What is Jesus teaching on? Come on, let me hear you say it. Faith. Faith. Yes, faith. Then he said, come to the other side. A 
storm arose as they were going to the other side. None of them practiced what they had just been taught. They'd mm-hmm. been around. They were his disciples. Peter said, if it's you, Lord, have me come. He steps out the boat, and Jesus says to him, this is Peter, why did you doubt? Because he began to sink. The other occasion, Jesus is in the back of the boat, and they say, don't you care, we perish. Jesus talks about the smallness of their faith. Matthew 17, Jesus says, because of the littleness of your faith, for truly I say unto you, if you had faith in the size of a mountain, you will say to this mountain. Now, these are people with Jesus. Where are they, where are they being classified? Those who are with Jesus are being classified with little faith. See, people who are close to you don't always get it. <laughs> they don't always get it. You know, you can get close to a water fountain and not get wet because the water go up and out. Sometimes you got to get back a little bit and start really seeing what's happening here. Centurion soldier, he hears about Jesus. He doesn't know Jesus. He's a Gentile. The Canaanite woman, the Gentile, they're unbelievers. Unlike the disciples who classified as little faith, or Jesus talks about doubt. One one occasion, why couldn't we heal him? Jesus says, because of your unbelief. All, everything had to do with faith. Now. Faith is contaminated. In other words, your faith—you allowed your faith to be contaminated. But when it comes to the centurion, so became that woman. They're classified. He classifies them as having great faith. These are not people who walk with Jesus every day. So there's those that can be around you and miss it, and those who don't know you at all and get it. Get it. They understood the authority. They understood the power of his words. And in our case, the power of the word, which is his word. And they took it at his word without doubting, without questioning. I know if you speak the word only, I serve thee may hold. Let me hang out at the table. I understand. I understand that you can, You didn't even come for me. But you know what? If, if you can spare a crumb, I'm good. A little, a little bit of do. And Jesus classified these two people as having great faith. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to help you understand something. It doesn't take a lot. All it takes is you trusting the word, not doubting, and being confident, not questioning, you trusting it. That's it. Trust God in the process, child of God. And as you trust the Lord, the Lord will always come through for you. I promise you, he will always come through for you. Trust him. 
God bless you all. Have a great day. Thank you, Bishop. Wow. That was rich, too. Thank you for that. (laughs) Praise God. Well, have you enjoyed our time together this morning? I know that we're over, but it was well worth it, wasn't it? I certainly have enjoyed this morning. See, we can have joy found in Christ no matter what is going on around us or with us. With him, we can do all things. We serve a faithful and a loving God who is just waiting for you to find him in the secret place where it is just you and him. Look for him today. Listen for him to speak to you. Be still and know that he is God. Trust, just as it was spoken this morning, trust and obey. For there really is no other way. Hallelujah. I want to say to each and every one of you that I love you. Be sure to be on the call tomorrow morning. Invite family and friends. And as we close out now, according to Psalms 118, verse 24, we know this verse, we're learning it well, for this is the day. This is the day that the Lord has brought about. You know, all he has to do is speak a word, and the day does not exist. But he brought this day about and gave us breath to breathe, an opportunity to love and to serve him and to love and serve one another. So, as the Lord has brought this day about, we are going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. Make it a good day. Make it an excellent day. Make it a day where you are obedient. Get in the Word. And what the Word tells you, obey. Kathy, open the lines and let us worship our God together.